0: Will part and our King will descend the fire in his eyes. Seven stars, his right hand. So thankful to be with you once again on the program. Watch, therefore, are you abounding more and more as it pertains to the things of heaven? Do you know what distinguishes a disciple of Messiah Jesus from those who are not? Do you know that you have answered God's call on your life? Is there anything lacking in your life? Today, you can learn how to change that indeed. Could you use some comfort from heaven right now, today? Pray with me, please. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, these things that I have mentioned and the questions I've asked, may they be answered and may they bless the precious souls who are watching today. Oh, thank you, Father and Messiah Jesus' name for this holy special time we have together to learn to watch therefore and be ready. We thank you and praise you in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. We're continuing on in this teaching of this very relevant and powerful book of the Bible, First Thessalonians. Paul is teaching these Thessalonian disciples of Messiah Jesus. We're going into chapter 4 today. Let's go. Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, for you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. How do we abound in this life and in the next, in the kingdom of our Savior Jesus? Abound in love. Abound in love. Look at a passage from The last chapter, chapter three. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. You see, the the world says, take all you can get and get all you can. But the Lord's way is to walk in God's love. Loving Him, our Lord and Savior Jesus, will have our heart, mind, soul, and strength and loving our neighbor as ourself. Look at 1 Corinthians 13. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Paul continues in chapter 4. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel In sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. Justification is the one-time event of being born again upon receiving Messiah Yeshua as Lord and Savior. But sanctification is the ongoing process of growing in His grace and being changed into the image of Messiah Jesus. Denying our flesh, denying ourselves is part of that process. Remember, our Savior told us, that to be His disciple, we need to deny ourselves, take up our crosses daily, and follow Him. Abstaining from sexual immorality is part of that process. The world tells us today that it is immoral to believe that homosexuality is wrong. That homosexual marriage, if, if there could even be such a thing, and there can't be, uh, but that homosexual marriage is wrong. And they say that, uh, any sex outside of marriage is okay. No, that's fornication. It's wrong. They say it's immoral to believe that it's wrong. I call it immoral morality. That's the standard of this lost and dying in its sin world, right? We're to possess our own vessels, the Word of God says, our own bodies in sanctification and in honor. 2 Timothy 2.20 tells us that we're to be vessels of honor we're not to be like those who don't know God walking in uncontrolled lust a strong desire for that which God forbids right walking in sanctification and honor distinguishes disciples of Messiah Jesus from those who are not first Thessalonians 4 Continues in verse 6, That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. When someone seduces another into sexual immorality, especially a brother or sister in the Lord, one who professes Jesus as Savior in the body of Christ, They are defrauding them. The one who participates in sexual immorality with another doesn't only harm themselves, no. They also defile, make dirty before God, the one with whom they're fornicating. Any sex outside of marriage is fornication. The Lord takes it very seriously and will avenge the one who has been taken advantage of. And God will not excuse either party. But it's worse to know better and still do wrong. Let me say this. If you're a professing disciple of Messiah Jesus and you're involved in this kind of foolishness, stop right now and get right with God. Repent. Confess it is sin. Get right with Him. And and go and apologize and ask forgiveness for the one you've defrauded. If you're not yet saved, give your life to Jesus our Savior right now. And Lord willing, we'll have a special opportunity at the end of this program to unpack that a little bit so you can understand it, so you can receive Jesus as Lord and Savior right now, today. And and, and so, the Lord will avenge this. It's very serious to Him. Yes, we who profess the Lord are not called to uncleanness, but holiness. You, sir or ma'am, if you've received Messiah Jesus, we've been called to holiness. A life set apart for the Holy One. Our Savior Jesus. If you're born again, you have a holy heavenly Father. Remember the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, holy is your name. To reject to reject these things is not to reject man, it's to reject God Himself, who has given us the Holy Spirit to help us understand very clearly right from wrong. Continuing on in First Thessalonians 4. But concerning brotherly love, You have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. And indeed, you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more, that you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that you may walk properly toward those who are outside, and that you may lack nothing." So the Holy Spirit is in we who believe in Messiah Jesus and God is love. So he's teaching us to love one another. And Paul is repeating this to the Thessalonian disciples. And their testimony is that they do love one another with God's love. But Paul tells them what he tells us today. Don't stop. In a world that's love is growing cold because of how difficult this generation is becoming, and that will significantly increase, our love should abound. Amen. He also expands the way of success in the heavenly economy. Yes. Here's how to remove any lack of anything in your life. Lead a quiet life. Mind your own business, which would include all the things that we've discussed thus far. Work with your hands. Work diligently. Maintain a good testimony amongst unbelievers. This is how you can walk out your faith properly and what? Lack of nothing. I'm going to give you these things, uh, eight of them. Here we go. Let's number them. One, grow in your love for the Lord and people. Two, don't defraud people, especially uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord, especially regarding morality. Don't defraud anybody. Cooperate with the Lord's grace and sanctification and honor. That was three. Four, live a holy life. Set apart for the Lord. Five, lead a quiet life. Six, mind your own business. You've got plenty to do with these things. Seven, work diligently. Eight, behave properly amongst unbelievers. This is the way forward for disciples of Messiah Jesus. I'll be right back. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the Gospel as many see the desperate need for a Savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus, who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and Poured Out for the Nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. We have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to Watch Therefore and be ready. And finally, I'd like to share a couple Bible passages with you that have changed my life and blessed me tremendously. Psalm 41, Blessed is he who considers the poor, the Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. Proverbs 19, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. Through our ministries, Watch Therefore and Poured Out for the Nations, we have deep relationships with reliable, godly men who minister to the poor in India, to pastors in Kenya, a ministry in Rwanda, and also Burundi. These all work faithfully and directly with some of the poorest people you can imagine, sharing the Gospel and helping them in the name of Messiah Jesus with food and other essentials. There are special promises the Lord keeps for those who consider the poor. As the Holy Spirit leads you to stand on these promises, join us by designating on your check or the notes section online, the poor. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. Now we move into one of the most relevant Bible passages of our time. And certainly, there's an application of comfort and hope for every disciple of our Savior Yeshua in these passages. First, Paul details the rapture to give comfort and hope To survivors of those who have died in Christ. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. Again, a powerful distinction between disciples of our Lord Jesus and those who are not. We have hope for the next life. Oh, hallelujah. Unlike the lost, those who have died and their surviving loved ones have great hope because of a very real upcoming event and any time upcoming event. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with Him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words We who believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior Jesus also believe in the resurrection of those who have died in Christ Jesus. And we see that those who died in the Lord, will rise first. And here are the specifics. Ready? One, our Lord Yeshua himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. Two, the dead in Messiah will rise first. Three, then we who are alive remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet our Lord Jesus in the air. Four, and from that time we will eternally be with our Lord. I want to stop here and say something. ready? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. There was a pastor in Rwanda. uh, I would go to this church and preach, and he would stop and say, okay, everybody, now it's time for three hallelujahs. Hallelujah. 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 And this is a fitting time for three hallelujahs. So I want to explain a couple things. First, we who are alive and remain is a time-sensitive statement. It demonstrates that Paul expected to be alive at the time of the rapture. It shows us that every generation of disciples of Messiah Jesus has been responsible to obey the Lord's command to watch therefore and be ready For the rapture, listen to these. Watch therefore passages. Matthew 24. Watch therefore, for you do not you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Mark 13. Watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming in the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning. Luke 21. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. How much more today should we be watching and ready as the signs Messiah Jesus spoke of, of His coming, are leaping off the pages of the Bible? Two, some say, well, the rapture is not in the Bible. Well, the word rapture is not in the original New Testament Greek or our English translations of the Bible. But the word Bible isn't in the Bible. And you believe in the Bible, right? Neither is the word Trinity. Do you believe in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Is is God in the Bible? Yes. But the word Trinity isn't in the Bible. Do you believe in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? So the word rapture comes from a very well-established ancient Latin translation Jerome's Vulgate. The New Testament word harpazo, translated into Latin, rapapere or rapturo, gives us the words caught up in English. Caught up, raptured. So I'm going to read this again and also listen carefully to the last verse, verse 18. Let's read it again. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, Even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus shall we always be with the Lord. Listen to this. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. In these passages, we see something that, f- combined, that when combined with verse 13 gives disciples a dynamite blast of power for this critical hour. Let's look at verse 13 again. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. This one-two combination punch for our time is hope and comfort. Hope and comfort. You see, this hope and comfort, it goes beyond those who have lost loved ones. They've died in Christ, right? And they're grieving. They've lost these precious loved ones, but they really haven't lost them. It's just a temporary situation. We're going to be reunited. Hallelujah. At the rapture. Yeah, And this comfort and hope transcends, goes beyond those who are grieving over loved ones to everyone in the body of Messiah who needs comfort and hope. In a generation that is increasingly stressed and fearful of the future, we have what Paul tells Titus is our blessed hope. Our blessed hope. And this hope isn't like, well, I hope it doesn't rain today or I hope it does rain today. It's not like that. No, this is hope. In the anytime event, the anytime upcoming event that is more sure than the sun rising in the mornings and the moon rising in the evenings. Listen to Titus 2. And then there's some other passages. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us, that He might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for Himself His own special people. Zealous for good works. And now let's listen to 1 John 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we're children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. And then Colossians 1, Christ in you, the hope of glory, the hope of when we're caught up and given eternal glorified bodies. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's three hallelujahs there. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. So then we need not be stressed, fearful, or worried, right? Be comforted today. Our Savior is coming for us any moment, any moment. Look every day for that blessed hope. Soon and very soon, we're going to see the King and all the foolishness of this life will be nothing compared to our eternity with our Savior, Messiah Yeshua. And I'll ask you what I often ask on this program. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you truly living for our Savior? Are you watching for Him to come? These things we've heard all throughout the book of 1 Thessalonians and certainly the things we've heard in chapter 4 today are so powerful. They teach you not only to watch for Him, but how to walk in a way that you'll be ready when He comes for us. First, disciple of Messiah Jesus, is this how you're walking? Is this how you're living? Is the reality of the anytime upcoming rapture so significant to you that you order your life around it? I have. And I'm telling you, the more I do so, the more I enjoy life. And and the less fearful I am as these fearful times are upon us and significantly increase. Right? What about you? What about you? Today, if there's anything in your heart, your mind, and your life, any habits, anything separating you from the reality of our risen Savior Jesus and, and these prophetic times and these, these things you've heard today, ask Him to forgive you, confess it as a sin, repent, turn away from it, and He will empower you to walk in these things you've heard about from His Word today. And, and maybe you're watching today... And God is showing you, listen, there are people all over the place who watch who have not yet been saved by Jesus. And when I was all messed up in my sin, I would sneak in the middle of the night while people were sleeping. And I would, my wife was asleep. And, 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 uh, and I would watch programming like this because the Lord was drawing me. And he, he put me in front of His people saying these things to me like I'm saying to you. Will you acknowledge you've sinned against the Lord? And you're not right with Him. And, and, and you don't want to go to hell. And God doesn't want you to go there either. So much that He sent me today to tell you He loves you. And He sent His only begotten Son, our Savior Jesus, to live a sinless life on this earth and to die on the cross to pay for your sins. And He was buried in Hallelujah. On the third day, He rose from the grave. And He loves you. And He wants to save you and forgive you and give you new life. He wants you to be ready when He comes for you. And He doesn't want you to be here in this tribulation, the seven years of hell that's getting ready to break loose. The wrath of God is going to be poured out on the earth. No. Come and go with me to our Father's house. What do you need to do? Begin to repent of your sins. Change your mind about your sins. The things against the Lord that you do and against others that you do. And His Spirit will show you. His Holy Spirit now will show you. No, you got to stop this. And, And get right with Him. Believe in the gospel. This is how you get right with Him. Turn away from your sins and believe in the gospel that He died on the cross for your sins and rose again as I spoke of a moment ago. And put your faith in Jesus the Lord alone to forgive you and give you a new life. Cry out to Him, Oh Jesus, Lord, save me and forgive me. And I want to walk in a new life. Will you give me this new born-again life? Give me this eternal life, Lord Jesus. I believe in You, Lord. Amen. If you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. Feel free to call the phone number there. Email me. I want to help however I can. Yeah? And for everybody watching, don't miss this generation. Don't just see the problems and the troubles, though there are many. See the glory of the Lord. Magnify the Lord and and walk in the things you've heard today. It changed your life just the way the Lord wants you to. Just the way the Lord wants to change your life, and just the way the Lord wants you to live. Hallelujah. And for everyone watching, remember, more than ever, now is the time to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us when, any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.